Chad Humber, and I'll be your host. I'm grateful that you've tuned in and joined us again this week. Crew is a caring community passionate about connecting people to Jesus Christ. And all across the campuses of Southeast Ohio, God is changing students' lives. And this podcast is dedicated to hearing how our relationship with God has turned a student's life around 180 degrees. It's what we call a 180 story. And today we have the opportunity to hear from Julia Nace. So Julia, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited to hear your story. But before we do that, uh, it's our tradition here to get to know you just a little bit. And so tell us, where are you from? So I grew up in a small town called Asheville in Ohio. It is very close to Circleville. So if you've ever heard of the pumpkin show, um, I basically live in the pumpkin show. Yes, I actually, you know, I knew a student years ago who lived in Asheville. Um, it was a student I met my very first year on campus. I know just where it is, right down 23. Um, but what was what was your high school then? Was it just Asheville High School or? It was actually a Taze Valley. Taze Valley, that's right. Same high school that this student went to. Now I remember. Okay, that's great. And what year are you here at OU? I am a senior studying special education. And right now I'm in my um, student teaching part-time, and next semester I will be in full-time student teaching. Oh my goodness, what has student teaching in the pandemic been like? Are you doing anything in the classroom, or is it entirely online? I am actually very fortunate to be in the classroom, and um, our kids go full-time all five days a week, and it's been a really good experience for me to navigate um, trial and errors and if we have to go remote, we are prepared to go remote. Yeah, that's, oh my goodness, how nice to be able to be in person. I've thought so much about, uh, you know, education majors who bank on, you know, getting that classroom experience uh, in the classroom. But this is a, a unique year where a lot of people are having to get a modified version of that, which doesn't really prepare you for the real world. It might prepare you for a future pandemic, <laughs> but uh, the hope is to get to be in the classroom. So that's great. I'm glad you're able to be in the classroom. Um And then maybe tell us something we don't know about you, an interesting fact. Um, So one interesting fact about me is that I'm actually getting married this summer. And it is is exactly 232 days until I'm getting married. Oh, my goodness. You know the exact number of days. Do you have an app on your phone? (laughs) Are you counting down? I do. It's the countdown app. That's great. That's great. Awesome. And um, who's the lucky guy? Where did you meet him? Um, He is from my hometown. We met. Um, at our church, and we grew up together. Very cool. Very cool. That's awesome. Well, great. Well, good to get to know you a little bit, Julia. We're excited to hear your story. Tell us, what was your life like before Christ? Go ahead and give us kind of some of the background of your story. Okay, so I grew up with my mom and dad and two brothers. My siblings and I are really close. Um, We attended church every Sunday, and I was baptized as a baby. My parents were dedicated to raising me in a Christian home and teaching me about the gospel. When I was younger, I felt like an outcast because I was so shy and school came very hard to me. I would go to school and never talk or participate. I would pretend that I was actively listening so I didn't get called on. I would, I would come home and dread when it was time to complete homework because I had so much anxiety over schoolwork. It was awful, and I didn't tell anyone. Maybe around eight years old, I can remember riding in the car with my mom, and I must have been thinking about Jesus because I asked her, how do I ask Jesus to be in my heart? 
She explained that I have to pray and tell Jesus that I love him and I want him to be a part of my life. So I prayed to Jesus and I told him that I, that I loved him and I wanted him to be in my heart. I thought that was it, but nothing happened and I didn't think I needed to do anything else. When I was a little bit older, I attended a youth group events at my church. I loved going to see my friends and play crazy games, but I didn't like when it was time for the lessons because that meant reading the Bible as a group. Hmm. I can remember a specific time when we're going around the room, each person had to read a couple of verses. It was so hard for me to follow along when all I could think about was the verse I was going to read. I shut my Bible when it became too frustrated. When it was my turn to, to read, I couldn't read the verse because my Bible was closed. So people offered me theirs, but I didn't want anything to do with reading. I looked at my friend and I told her to please, please read my verse for me. And she knew exactly what to do. That night was probably the most awkward time. I didn't understand why God put me in the position and made me have so much anxiety and frustration. For, for a while, I was in the shadows and only physically there. I was trying to figure out my purpose, but being a middle school girl, it was hard to figure out um, the world and knowing that it's really tough. Yeah. Um, Julia, thanks for sharing that. I, um, I mean, I can, even as you share it, it uh, I get a feel for it how uh, the, the challenge and how heavy that must have felt, that season of life and the anxiety that was there. Um, and uh, amazing too, uh, I'm eager, I'm sure you'll unpack some of this for us here in a moment, but eager too to hear, um, you know, what, what, that, what that was like spiritually then, because you'd sort of prayed and asked Jesus to come into your heart, but it, it sounds like it still felt like there was something missing there. And there was still a lot of anxiety and a lot of fear. Um, so tell us, I mean, what, what brought about transformation and where, where did the gospel begin to impact your life? Um, so when I first encountered the gospel, I was in the sixth grade. I had the opportunity to go to a winter retreat in Buffalo, New York. I can remember sitting in the worship room praying after the sermon. At that time, a man that was speaking said, if you would like to accept Jesus into your heart, you can repeat this prayer. And so I did. Before the man finished praying, he told everyone to keep their eyes closed. And if anyone prayed the prayer to stand up and come forward to, to receive some resources. Hmm. After a couple minutes went by, I was still sitting down I was so nervous that people would see me, so I waited a little bit longer. I could hear a voice in my head telling me that it would be okay, and from that moment, I knew God was speaking to me. I finally stood up and walked to the back of the stage where so many people just like me accepted Christ at that same moment I did. I was on a spiritual high for a couple weeks after returning home from the retreat. I tried to be the best Christian I could by serving for the community and always going to church. My freshman year of high school, I joined a school organization called Fellowship of Christian Athletes, known as FCA. My brothers were a part of this group, 
when they were in school and I knew I loved Jesus and had a passion for knowing him more. At school, I started branching out and trying different things to get people to notice me more. During my freshman and sophomore year, I acted silly and ditzy around my friends and always made something serious into something funny. I thought life was good because I had new friends and I thought I was happy. But it was all fun and games until I got hurt. The silly and ditzy act led to being teased daily and this led to bullying. The only reason everyone really liked me is because I would allow them to pick on me. I hated myself and I hated God. I asked myself why God would put someone in that kind of pain when he knew I loved him. I started asking God what I was supposed to do. The teasing got so bad, I didn't want to be around anyone. My parents and I talked and agreed that if I was going to play sports the following year, I had to make it stop. The summer before my senior year, I became a leader and led a Bible study for FCA. During the summer, I was regularly meeting with other leaders and accepting God back into my life. I got this feeling from God that he actually wanted me to be myself and speak out. I started to talk to God and made a plan for the following year. I was so over being the dummy. I finally came to the realization that I was much more than who everyone thought I was. I finally told someone what was happening and spoke out. After I told them, so much weight was lifted off of me and the bullying stopped immediately. Hmm. Life was going, life was good, and I was honestly very happy. And I definitely was ready to leave high school and my small town. I felt that I needed to keep changing. I needed a new life with a true relationship with Jesus. Because of Jesus, my outlook on life changed. I decided to come to Ohio University to start my new life with my new identity with Jesus. When I finally made it to Ohio University, I got involved with crew right away. That's awesome. That's great. So you got involved with crew your freshman year. And I mean, I um, what a what a story of... Uh, ups and downs I mean goodness um and the the reality of bullying again I just I just really appreciate Julia your transparency and the honesty um sharing uh yeah I mean what what was no doubt some really challenging time uh, I, I'm I'm grateful to the Lord even just hearing your story I think where I I think where I I was surprised was even just that you were able to name this and that the bullying stopped praise God I think that's incredible and so um, so then you, you come off to OU, you get involved with crew and then, uh, what, how, how has life transformation happened? What's life looked like since then? Yeah. So, um, Jesus has truly changed my life. When I look back at my life, I know that God was on a roller coaster with me and I appreciate his love and forgiveness over the years. I know, I know that God has a purpose for my life and I allow him to be in the driver's seat. I now know that my identity is that I am a daughter of the Most High King. I don't need to please anyone anymore. I don't need to put any pressure on myself. Trust me, I still slip and slide into temptation. I still have daily fears of not being good enough. And my mind still plays tricks on me during school. 
but God helps me step by step every single moment of the day. With the God's help, I found, I found ways to help myself turn my weaknesses into strengths. I won't have to hide in the shadows anymore because of God. I don't have to fear anymore because of God. I can be myself because of God. As I'm reaching my final semester of college, God has shown me that I'm more than capable of being successful in school as well as in the world. Each day, God reminds me to be myself, be bold, and show kindness through my, through my identity as a daughter of the Most High King. I found that I really enjoy listening to worship music, listening to the Bible app, as well as Bible journaling to dive into God's word and to create a stronger relationship together. Lastly, because of being plugged into crew, I found my true identity and long-lasting friendships. I will cherish the first time I've ever led a Bible study, shared the gospel with perspective cards, and all of the Thursday night 180s. God has shown me why I came to Ohio University. I know I'm still far from perfect, but my, and my story has just begun but I'm excited to see the plans that God has for me in the future. Wow. Yes. I love that. I praise God. I love the, um, oh, oh my goodness. I think even as I think back on, you know, the first few parts of your story, Julia, to, to think about um, what God's done in your life, that you're leading a Bible study, sharing your faith with other people, that God's um, done those things in your life. Uh, and some of the joy that results from doing those things is just awesome. And so, Praise God for transformation. I mean, this is this is what I love about this podcast is getting to hear the before and after of what God has done in someone's life that's brought about transformation. And um, and he does it through his, you know, through other people. He, God works uh, through his body, the church. And, and I'm grateful that he's used our little piece of that community uh, that we call crew uh, to be a part of changing your life. And so... Um, Julie, I'm so encouraged. I think this is just incredible. And so um, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the, the courage and the boldness to share your story and to take the time to, uh, to plan it out and work on it and share it with us here. Um, but it's, it's an incredible thing. I, I mean, it's a, it's a service to our listeners, but uh, it's an act of worship to God too, to give him thanks for what he's done and how he's brought about transformation in your life. And so this is just awesome. So Julia, thanks for taking time to share. Thanks for being on the show. Really grateful to have you with us. Thank you so much. Yep. You bet. Thank you. Thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode of the 180 podcast, a production of crew in Southeast Ohio. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like, a share, or leave an encouraging comment, and that will go a long way toward helping others hear about the podcast. The podcast isn't the only thing that we do. Whether you're a student living on campus or if you're still at home studying virtually, we'd encourage you to check us out on social media to hear more about what's going on. You can follow us on Instagram at crew at OU, or to learn more about who we are and what we do, head over to our website, crew at OU.org. We'd encourage you if you visit the site to complete our involvement form to get more connected to all the things that are happening. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next Thursday for another episode of the